Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Hello, this is Kim. Kim. Yes. Hey, it's Dave. David. How are you? What the hell phone number is this? Oh, it's um, Tim's phone number. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm just wanted to call you about um, promoting the boiling point. We uh, you do all my communication work for Vision. Yeah. You're you're not being recorded right now. Greg is not on the other on the line with us. That's oh, not shit. happening, Kim. Oh, she oh, just God. gave an explicit warning. Okay. So <laughs> so Kim Houlihan from the Houlihan Group, you're on the boiling point. Hey, Kim. No, I'm not. Welcome. Yes, you are. Yes, yeah. you are. No, I can't be. Well, you are too late. I have a deadline. That's okay. So listen. I took that off the ice. Is, it, is, it, a, is it a vision coaching deadline? Because if that's the case, it could, it could be pushed half an hour. 20 it's minutes. A vision, it's a vision, is it a vision coaching deadline? I don't know. <laughs> is there a deadline with vision coaching? So, Kim, so for our listening audience, Kim Houlihan of the Houlihan Group is, um, is, is our communication marketing person. She does awesome stuff. If you go to visioncoachinginc.com, that's all Kim's work. Um, if you go to Houlihan, spelt H-O-U-L-A-H-A-N group.com or .ca? I'm being ambushed. No, you're not. .com. <laughs> um, you can see Kim's stuff. So, Kim, we're, you know, we thought we were sitting back chatting away and we're thinking to ourselves, how do we, how do we get a broader audience? You know, who listens to our podcasts all the time and who could we get advice from? Cause we had a little break here and, and Greg and I don't like to sit idle. So we thought let's phone Kim Houlihan. She can give us advice and I'm, and the audience advice on I was, how to I, be All effective. I could think of is somebody didn't show up for their boiling point podcast appointment. <laughs> That's not the case. We, we, we had this plan for weeks. Exactly. Exactly. Who didn't show? And, 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 and to be, to be fair, Kim, um, you probably are in the middle of something incredibly important. We'd love to get your nuggets. If, if you can't give us the full time, that's totally fine too, because we can always punk somebody else. No, but we do want to grab a gem uh, or two from you. Oh, and see, Greg, Greg's coming across as the compassionate person. Because I am. Yeah. And I, I am. will push Dave Vale's uh, postings forward. And the survey that he is in a big rush for. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, we got to go. So, Kim, so so tell us a little bit about what you do. The Houlihan Group? Yeah. Well, we are, and I say we, and it's me, and I have a few, I have some outsourced people that I work with, but uh, we are the virtual marketing department for small businesses who are good at what they do, but they don't like to or can't market themselves, and they are looking to me. And so what are you, so, and I, you have a, I think you have a little bit of a system in, you, you've got a way to um, work with these entrepreneurs, small business owners in a way that, that helps them be a little more disciplined. Is that's my, that's been my experience. Well, um, and I, and really after going through a, a thoughtful process recently, and I'm rebranding myself, but uh, what somebody said to me was, well, you actually keep people accountable to their own goals, <laughs> which is true. 
it, which is kind of like coaching. Oh, I was right? going to say that, that, that that's a very uh, coach approach thing to say. In fact, totally. Yeah. Well, and well, maybe because I've been hanging around with division coaches way too long. Well, why, why don't we uh, discuss that a little bit? The the whole fact that so many of us who are in business for ourselves or we've got a service based uh, company, we do lean so heavily on the coach approach, which is oftentimes our clients they know deep down inside how to do it. They've got, they've got the capacity. But oftentimes, it's it's us that needs to coach them through that. Am I just talking uh, uh, Coach Dave talk here, uh, Kim, or am I, am I on to something here? Are you are you on to something? I feel like I I learned about coaching and actually have have been coached by truly great coaches in the past, and feel like that approach changes everything. I think once you've been coached, it changes everything. It changes the way you talk to your kids changes the way you deal with your clients. It changes that way, you know. It's, Dave was just bugging me this morning about how I probably need to be coached again. <laughs> beware. I said, you know, we have the saying, we have beware of the coach who has no coach, and we use it in our, when we talk to people, and it's true. Like, every coach needs a coach, right? And, um, you know, I've been fortunate to have some great coaches. So so my, my, my comeback in our back-and-forth banter via email with Kim was beware of the communication person, com- company that works for a coaching company who has no coach <laughs> in other words Kim, you gotta get a coach come on let's get start a coach. yeah um, well no, you know and but, my experience with coaching is that uh it really it propels you well you know this greg it you, it propels you you've got to be ready for that you've got to be ready to commit to it especially if you're going to invest in it you have to be ready to commit to that and i think there's so many people out there that are looking for ways to to propel themselves, to go to the next level, to take the next step, to grow their business. And I feel like I often I'm quite busy in my business. <laughs> and you don't have time usually, for that stuff. <laughs> no, I, I feel like I won't have time to play hockey with the girls if I get like three more clients. She, don't no, you're, sorry, Kim, you're not allowed to talk about hockey with Greg because he'll start. <laughs> well, she she can grateful she can talk about stuff. hockey as long as she can talk about the Grateful Dead. That's the rule. Hockey. That's the rule. So so Kim, the Grateful who? Great, yeah. Well, no, no, I know all about them now. Um, Kim, um, what is it that um, you know, like you know, if you were to if you were to boil what you down what you do down. To, and I'm thinking of the, the small business owners and entrepreneurs that are listening to this that, you know, I, I hear from so many people saying, geez, I just I just need a better message. I need to get out there. I just, you know, I need more people to, you know, he, know what I do and all that kind of stuff. Like, what what is it you do that supports them or, or, or what is the bear they people generally have to being effective at communicating to the marketplace? Well, I'm, I, I know this sounds really silly, but there is a process. And if you stick to the process and the and have good content and just, I, well, Dave, we've had the same process for since, my, since 2006, basically it's, it's just end over end. You've got to stay in front of your audience. You have to stay in front of them and help them out, whether you're being paid for it or not, help them out with the issues that are pertinent to them over and over again. We put out fresh ideas for, for vision coaching. It's like, okay, you know, we got to keep putting that out because we stay in front of your customers and your, your peer group that way. Well, and, that's, and, that's, and, you, and, and you're in the weeds with, with what's going on and you can pull the nuggets out for them and you constantly do that. So I, I feel like it's this process, this constant process. And I know, I know you have to have good content and, you know, you have to be on top of the tools and what's going on in Facebook and all that. And absolutely, you have to 
keep on top of the channels, but keeping really good process going is, I think is the key. And I, that's my, all my clients are on retainer and we are, we have a process. So it's, it's continuity is a big thing yep. I'm hearing. Yeah. And, yep. and it's, what's interesting yep. about that is that aligns nicely with what people told us about podcasts, Greg. hundred <clears throat> percent. And it's, and it's funny cause that's what I was going to ask you next, Kim. Um, <laughs> I've been recently blogging every day uh, on Medium. Yes, I actually, I've been reading that. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Um, so have I. Greg, I love you. I follow you. Oh. Yeah. That, last, that last post, my yeah. God, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. What was it about, Dave? You know? It was about um, being authentic. It's exactly not what it was about. Um, <clears throat> um, it was about the Toronto Maple Leafs and what is wrong with their team this year. Okay, you know what I'm going to say to you. Uh, so here's here's the thing. I started blogging on Medium three weeks ago every day. Um, and I don't even know what Medium is, really. I just started. I don't have anybody who is following me, really. Well, I do. There's probably I'm following two, you. 250 people or so. I don't know how this stuff works. 286. Oh, th- thank you, yeah. Kim. <laughs> She's a marketer. Um, when I went to see Seth Godin in New York, um, his message was, forget about the numbers. Just be consistent and keep a, a cadence to your frequency. If you're going to blog every week, do it every week. Do not stop. If you're going to blog every day, which he suggests that you do every day, if um, like if, if that's your thing, if, you, if you're a writer, write every day. Or if you want to tell your story, tell your story every single day. That's Seth's perspective. But some people just can't do that on a daily basis, and that's okay. Um but his whole—they don't ma- have as interesting a life as you, Greg. That's why. <laughs> I actually, I, I would challenge. You. I think most people have incredibly interesting lives. They just don't know how to articulate the experience to friends and, and family. And you know, like I, I know everybody's got stories to tell. I'm just that annoying friend that actually tells them on a daily basis. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> but, uh, you know so, taking it from a marketing professional, uh, from yourself. How do you, like, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, I, I, I'm, we'll use me as a case study. I'm not doing this necessarily for direct business benefit. Um, I'm doing this because my brand is all about sharing stories on a regular basis, but there's not a direct to customer uh, line that you can draw in it, this. There, there is totally a direct line, Greg. Th- oh, thank you people, for challenging. That's good. People do business with people that they trust and that they know and that they care about. So the more that you share, you're a super authentic guy and you share a lot. People, you, 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 I know this happens to you. People come up and say, oh, Greg Hennings, oh, I read your stuff. They already feel like they know you. And then they get the big bear hug and then they know for sure that they know you. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, this, all of this is just exposes you on a regular basis to people and lets people know who you are. And, and it's fun and they trust you already. They're, you're already well in the door. It's warm by the time people meet you. Well, and you know people all over the world, for God's sake. <laughs> well, uh, why don't we look at that as a, as a general discussion point? Um, I think so many people think they have to be so tactical and so intentional with their marketing. Um, which sounds like actually a good bit of advice. But if you look at um, what marketing really is, and I still don't even know what the definition of marketing is, but if we're, if we're talking about marketing being reaching the market, reaching people, uh, creating opportunities, it's all about building relationship. And totally. some people's way of doing that is by blogging every day or doing a podcast. Others is, is by public speaking or just going shaking hands and meeting people in person. Whatever that thing is, I think the message here is keep doing it <laughs> and be keep consistent. Keep doing it and actually find your thing. 
You know, and I'm going to use Dave Neal as an example. Uh, I know that Dave, you know, if I say, you know, he'll come up with a few ideas on what he'd like to talk about in future fresh ideas. But if I wait for him with a blank piece of paper, that's, that's trickier for him. But if I phoned him and said, well, tell me the story, he can tell me a story. He always tells me stories. Every time I sit with him, he tells me a story. The first time, almost at the beginning of every meeting, he'll tell me a story. And that is, generally speaking, what, what I can pluck and use for fresh ideas. Because it's, it, it, everybody has their own way. Some people are verbal. Some people write. You know, some people podcast. It's, you know, make videos, whatever that is. It's like you find your spot and then start doing it. Well, and actually, you know, you bring up a good point <clears throat> is, um, and actually that's, that I think for people that are, and a, a lot of people like, so we're, we're coaching, um, uh, as a company, a number of, uh, small and medium sized business owners were actually just launched and, and actually just closing up this program where, um, the government of New Brunswick and, uh, and the federal government through ACOA are funding, uh, a coaching program for small and medium sized business owners. So I'm talking to all these folks, getting them on into the into the into the fold, right? <clears throat> and we've leveraged Greg Hemmings and other testimonials. Thank you, Greg. Um, and and a lot of them are saying, you know, I hear this quite often, where you know I don't have the budget for this. I don't, you know, or I don't know how to do it. And I think what you're saying, Kim, is is find the right person to support you to get your story out. And if you're not like I. I, I am not a naturally gifted sit down and start writing. It's no, but just not got, my happy place. So, so you but really you, but support you tell, that. But you can tell you're, you're an oral, you're, you, you tell stories all yeah, the time. I, I love you don't, stories. You don't even know that everything, almost every time you come out of a meeting, I remember once you, we sat down at a, uh, we sat down to talk about, you know, numbers, because Greg, just so you know, Dave wants to know the numbers. Tell him to talk oh, to Seth. Stats guy, yeah. Anyways, always <laughs> wants to know the numbers. I feel like, Dave, don't worry about the numbers. Uh, <laughs> um, I remember we sat down at a meeting where we were just going to kind of go over numbers and next steps. And he started by telling me this whole story about how he just worked with some students at UNB and something had happened in the class. And it was really, really interesting kind of what happened in a split. They, they had voted on something. I can't remember what the story was, but then at the end he goes, so what, sh- what should we talk about fresh ideas? I'm like, um, that story is really good. <laughs> Actually, like, that's what you should talk about. That wasn't really, you know, just to, to, just a bit of a diversion. That was an interesting thing. So there's this concept of, I'll never forget that. There's a there's a concept of left and right brain, you know, like so people that are more right brain would be more creative. The left brains are, are more analytical, kind of sequential thinkers, you know. So yeah. Greg Hemmings is a right brain thinker as far as I know, um, you know, and the world was ruled by left brain. I've mentioned this in the podcast a few times, but anyways, I do it. I do this exercise to assess where uh, this class is, and they're sitting in a, and it's an MBA class, um, they're sitting in a semicircle in front of me, right? There's about 30, 30, there's a 30 class of 30. And so let's, let's just imagine they're in the semicircle around, and I get them to do this. And, and the people to my left are all left brain, literally. And then when I go to the center, everyone, for, uh, everyone, and they had to just sit, seated themselves this way, and then they do this, and then everyone else was right brain. And they were see like it was the most bizarre thing I've ever. Is this making sense? Wow, that's that is really interesting. That was fascinating. So, so uh. I'm telling Kim this story because I was just blown away. I was like, they self-selected their seating. We actually they're all sitting all over the place. They come down and sit. They all sat. We do the survey, and then I go, who's so? And we do it, and they finish it, and I go, who's left brain? The whole left side of the class puts up their hand. No, I'm, I, I'm like, come on. Yeah. I go, who's right? And they're, I mean, obviously they're only, they had to be right. And then people that were kind of almost in the middle were sitting in the middle. This okay, is a so, true so we are talking about directional uh, correlations here. I was wondering if 
um, right brain people attract other right brain people and left like uh-huh. I, if it was more so it's anecdotal but man it was wow uh, it was fascinating so yeah, so good cool point story. Kim yeah like so yeah. you run across that and it never occurred to me to share that so there's some, some do you think do you think there might be something somewhere? in it that in our in our new podcast studio every single time you take the comfy couch and I take the really uncomfortable stool well I just I have whatever <laughs> you leave me Greg because I come in here but i am on a comfy couch right now i gotta admit <laughs> we've moved up in the world kim um oh, that's awesome. yeah I, I do want to mention one thing i just came off a one-year program working with michael katz have you guys ever heard of michael katz the blue penguin no but we should get him on shouldn't we yeah oh you should absolutely get him that? on can you do that for us yes michael katz k-t-z no no, no 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 you 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 contact him and tell oh, him oh i to... will oh well, yeah okay cool. oh no no i'll totally get him on like actually you guys would love him so he's a, he helps solopreneurs, and he and I've been following him. His emails you got to get his biweekly emails. He puts them out, uh, and I and I think I've been reading them since maybe two thousand and one, two thousand and two. And it's funny after all those years, and I used to banter back and forth, but I actually engaged in this one year program, and it was awesome because number one, I as a solopreneur, you do need some help with a coach or occasionally he was he's coach like in the way he approaches this. Um, but number two is. I wanted more systems to develop to use with my clients because my clients have the same marketing needs that I have myself. And so I talked to Michael and I said, you know, I'm going to be pushing these out into my clients, it, to my clients. And he said, it's a great big world out there. Go for it. Like, he's a great guy. But anyways, if anybody's needing any help with trying to figure out some of this marketing stuff, Greg, he's phenomenal. And he's, he's a newsletter guy, but he's, he's really great for solopreneurs. I love that. I think that's, and, and a newsletter guy as well. He's a newsletter guy and he's fun. He's so funny. He's really yeah, fun. Kim, yeah. you sent me some of his stuff and I've always, yeah. uh, you, you can't help but read and you go, the, he'd be a, I'd love to meet him. That would be so oh, no. cool. He, he's like, you want to go for a beer with this guy. So, sure. what, what do you mean by newsletter guy though? I, I'm, I've got a picture in my mind, but explain that a little we, more. Oh, well, cause he led, he's, he's like the email newsletter guy, but he's, He's migrated his business to not only doing any, and he writes for people too, and he's a fabulous writer, but he helps solopreneurs in all areas to actually build their business. So he, he calls himself a newsletter guy because it's a great way to position himself, but he does a lot of stuff. He speaks too. He does speaking uh, gigs. And, yeah. Go, well, we are going to have him on. Thank you to you, Kim. Great. And Kim, I'd like to, like, uh, we're, we're coming close to the end. I'd like for you to let our audience know, and Dave and I, what your observation has been in the biggest change in marketing and, and entrepreneurial storytelling uh, in the last 10 years that you've witnessed. She's, Kim's only 28, so. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's five years maybe. I then. was in high school when that happened. Uh, what, what, what do you mean, Greg? The, the well, so much has changed in the way we tell our corporate storytelling and our commercial story, like marketing, branding, well, re- reaching audiences. Everybody, everybody can do it now. Everybody can do it with the tools they have on their desk. Everybody can talk. It's all there. All the channels are there. I think it's it's migrated to that where as people still don't know what to do. <laughs> it comes down to like now, what do I do? But it's all there. Self publishing. You have a song. You know, Greg. You just you can record it. It's you can accessible. put it out there. It's 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 all it's all the tools are accessible to you. So yeah. Oh, that's I I I fully agree. And the same thing with the film industry. Anybody can make a movie. Anybody can make a video. And yep. I remember over when, when that transition was happening to like digital SLRs and all this sort of thing, people said, are you afraid this is going to hurt the business? It's like, not at all. The more people that do it is great. Here's the thing. They're not hiring a Hemings house to turn a camera on. They're hiring us because we understand how to tell a story. And they're not right. hiring Kim because 
they are, they know how to use Facebook and Twitter. They're they're hiring Kim because you understand the strategy and how to reach the audience. And I think right. that's <clears throat> in effect really what we've all witnessed in the last five to ten years in all of our emerging digital industries or the the, the transitioning digital industries is. It has become democratized, and that is great news for everybody. Uh, yeah. The specialists, we've got three in the room, well, two in the room and one on the phone. The specialists have even more of an important role now because now we really are helping shape uh, and empower other people to tell their stories uh, and to coach them and 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 market for them. Um and it's just a, it, it's a whole new world. So I'm I'm, I'm glad yeah. to get that perspective from you. I'm going to give my age away. When I was when I was selling graphic design back in I don't know when it was a long time ago maybe before computers uh, Corel Draw came out and all the designers got real worried because instead of hiring a graphic designer they had just gave the receptionist Corel Draw and they were going to do all the brochures and pamphlets. Do you think uh, that their work dried up? Not, not at all. Because I would say when I was out selling graphic design, um, I have an oven and a stove in my in my kitchen. <laughs> I can't cook, so yeah. it's not it's, it's not going to work for you. That's a great point. Yeah. That's yeah. a great point. So uh, I, I, my last question before Dave wraps up is, do you think in your mind when you get a, a crank call or a punk call from Dave, are you pissed or are you like, oh, that was kind of nice. Nice to talk oh, to no, you guys. no, I'm pissed. No, I'm pissed. I mean, we can share that one time I gave you a prank call. Come on. That was funny. It was not funny, Dave. Kim almost never I talked to hear me it. again. Uh, well, Dave, nice Dave. I was, I was. It was the day before I was supposed to start this new job with the uh, school board, and I knew that the guy. I had never met the guy who hired me. He wasn't in the team, but I knew his name was Andrew. And so Dave called me the day before, and he goes, "Is this Kim Houlihan?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "This is Andrew at the school board." I go, "Oh hi," and he goes, "Where are you?" And I said. I'm at home. He goes, well, you're supposed to be at work. She, I'm like, well, oh, my God. I was starting crying. She you are such a jerk. She bought it hook, line, and sinker. She was like, why is then, that even funny? Terrible. <laughs> That's so mean. And then after that, you know, you have to tell him the story. You know, and I had to say, I actually was um, stalked by phone when I was a student. So, and I had to get my number changed and everything. Oh, no, so no, I, no, I, no, I had to make him feel bad about it, right? Oh, she made so. me feel terrible. I've never done it again. <laughs> Uh, so. I, well, not that one. Just Kim, I would so. never do that to you, just so you know. <laughs> not yeah, Greg. Unreal. Unreal. Greg is, uh, you know, it's the it's she's like my sister, so I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> mean. Kim also um she has these uh amazing kids. Um and one of her her oldest is Joey is doing this, he's been doing stand up comedy. And I mean, what talk about a neat story? Kim's been sharing about that. Wow, cool. Um, and uh, her husband Jeff is this really cool guy. It's into analytics for hockey, but he's he's a professor. He's good at all this cool research on frogs and and, frogs. and yeah, and all that. I mean, it's really cool stuff. So we're gonna we'll get maybe some of the we'll get more of the hula hands on here, and we'll tell better stories about you know me not being a mean guy and calling. Him right, up that's a nice and, idea. Yeah, that's good. So, oh, uh, Kim, I I know you're one of those people that say that you're. At capacity for workflow, so uh, it's not. Oh, I'm not at capacity. Okay, then good. Tell us and our audience how people find you and engage with you. Oh, oh, well, you can just you know call you or Dave. You guys know where I am. Oh, you mean like my email address? Thought, we're, we're trying well, to bring work to you here. Yeah, and it, no, no, and it, no, and how they should exactly if they call what they should how they should 
proceed in the phone call because that'll they be should important. phone and they should pretend there's somebody else and then I'll hang up and then they can call back and then they can say who they really are and then I'll speak to them. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Or you won't talk to them for two days after. Yeah. So well, how, they, how do people they can get, get a hold of me through thehulahangroup.com. Right on. Perfect. Yeah. Well, Kim, and, uh, thank you for your yeah. patience. Kim, you're the best. We love you. Thank you for, for taking this on a whim. And uh, you guys owe me one. Yes. <laughs> We do. Very true. I'll get you back. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Kim. See you later. Thanks for the yeah. warning. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, Kim, my, she's... My takeaway. Yeah. Well, you know what's kind of... I love how she just kind of went with it. You know, it's so... Um, she's been a massive supporter of us, meaning in vision coaching, and she truly is awesome at what she does, and I take every opportunity to promote her with the uh, knowing that with the agreement that she will continue to will be her her you know key client um, but uh, but she's just fabulous that's and, that's uh, all. And what, what a good spirit to actually have the patience to talk to us uh, without any warning yeah that was very she, nice yeah, that was nice totally. well I think this is great and I, I've worked with Kim over the years too and it's really I think my takeaway is just thinking about how important is just to keep telling our stories. Yeah. I know it's a really, it's a real kind of overall theme that we go back to all the time. Um, and because everybody has marketing tools at their fingertips doesn't mean uh, that they don't need coaching and help. Well, and they don't know, yeah, they know how to use it effectively. I certainly don't. And um, and the other thing with with is that whole concept of continuity. And, you know, it's interesting. Like, so I was talking to a client yesterday. He was asking about e-newsletters. We had just sent uh, uh, our latest issue out of Fresh Ideas, Kim referenced. And... Um, and what was funny is it just, you know, because you, so the responses come to me and I got a couple uh, emails from clients wanting to do some business. And I was, I said, look, here's proof, here's proof this stuff works, but it's not, it's, I've been doing this for nine years and we do it on a monthly basis. It's, we found our cadence. And, uh, and so I was showing him, I said, look at the responses we're getting. Um, because every time we, so it's happened now that and if we, if we miss, you know, we're just missing that opportunity to connect with people. And it's not just to have them respond because you are sharing your story, but it, it actually does work. And, and, you know, for me, I do, I like the stats to be honest. I want to see, because yeah. if people aren't opening, I think they, they, if people they, aren't opening your stuff, then then they, you got to change. They do stats in hockey, don't they? <laughs> but not not in Grateful Dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, they actually do. The the geekiest statisticians yeah. in the world are deadheads. Oh, I love but it. But they're also baseball fans and stuff. But if you ever listen to the Grateful Dead channel on Sirius Satellite, all the time they, they've got this guy um, who does a show. He's, he's the Grateful Dead archivist, and we're talking thousands of shows over the years, thousands, and he'll. The stats, you're like, oh, on this show they played uh, Cassidy into uh, into Bertha, and like they know this stuff, and it's all statistics and how many people are at the shows, and it's all the same thing. Sorry, why are we talking about the Grateful Dead and hockey again? I don't know. Thank you so much, David. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Greg. And we'll see you next time. Later. All right. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember, keep that pot boiling. Looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness? Then check out the Natural Man Podcast. Join me, host Mike C, as we explore all areas of human wellness, physical, mental, and emotional. 
Learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health. Remember, your doctor works for you. Learn biohacks, neurohacks, ways to improve sleep, and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, The Fountain App, and at naturalmanpodcast.com.